0: previously on the dave and steve show
1: yeah the, i i always loved mary even though when she was blind but part of me thought well if she's blind maybe i have a chance
2: i thought we said no polo shirts i thought that was the first thing that we said when we started this back up no polo shirts i i i have to say something about um some, something else that's kind of kind of boring oh so good anyway, my, my, please yeah my...
0: please continue <laughs> I, I feel like I wanted I wanted the meatiness of did your marriage end, but I just got more driveway talk.
1: Steve, tell me what does a rough conversation with you sound like? What about, how does that go? It's
2: about like this, where I stammer my way through things and then, I, <laughs> and then I and then I and then I back down immediately.
1: Hey, you know what would be good is uh, let's not clean this. What we'll do is we will just uh, put like plastic grocery bags over the wheels yeah, that are yeah, covered yeah. with crap. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll figure out a way to strap it to your car.
2: That and that was that was rough. We ended up uh, making the best decision, um, and just getting married in Hawaii, which was way better than any any wedding we could have yeah. had at some stupid zoo.
0: Yeah, it was awesome to have to spend several thousand dollars to be in your wedding. I really appreciate it. You that. had a great time uh, uh, ordering
2: chi-chi's
1: I don't live here. Also, I'm not in an outlaw biker gang, so don't ask me.
0: Steve is all amped up tonight. He is <laughs> Woo! all amped Woo! up.
2: Woo! All
0: right. Gr- growing up with Steve, Steve would, anytime <clears throat> Little House on the Prairie came on, <laughs> Steve would shush the entire room, and he would wait as though he were holding an imaginary rifle in his hand. <laughs> He'd tell everybody, shut up, shut up, shut up until everybody quieted down no matter who was in the room then he would hold the imaginary rifle he would fire a single shot just as the girl fell and he would kill the little girl each time during the intro to little house
2: i still do that it's the greatest thing
0: Show number 54 of the Dave and Steve Show. I am Dave, sitting right alongside me a mere 27 miles away is Steve. I'll shoot your little girl if she's running through the meadow, too. And from parts unknown, the lovely and buxom Tracy.
1: That just kills
0: me. I, guess. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so the, uh, this is show 54. If you listen to show number 53 or if you listen to those clips just now, You know, we had a couple of audio-technical difficulties. Maybe you heard it, maybe you didn't. I don't know. It depends on the device, I guess, because I was listening to the episode while I was uh, doing some dishes earlier in the week, the last episode, and I'm like a... I don't even want to say it because I got one sitting right... In In fact, let me mute this real quick. I don't need robots listening in. Now I can say what I want to say. I was listening to it on an Alexa device earlier, and it sounded fine, but if you listen to it on certain playback devices, it sounded kind of tinny and fuzzy, so I spent the better part of this week pulling my hair out, trying to figure out what the hell is going on, because I use a very specific program to record these shows, Uh, we, for the most part, and Steve, I'm truly not busting your chops here, for the most part, we're pretty consistent in our setups, Right. so I could not figure out why sometimes the show records just fine, and other times it does not, and then... I delved into the world of audio files. I went on to an audio right. message board uh. for this software. And I said, cause I don't, it, it's sort of like what we talked about with the lawnmower. If I, if I'm on a lawnmower, I know how to make the lawnmower start. I know how to turn on the blade and I know how to make it stop. If any of those three things don't work, I don't know what to do. Same goes for audio recording. I can mash the record button. I can turn the volume up and down, but if we don't record, or if things go wrong in the recording, that's the extent of my knowledge. So I go on these audio forums and I'm talking to all these different people, and of course they're asking me questions about what type of limiter I use and what my uh, audio resonance is set at, and all these. I'm making this up, but they're asking me all these questions. That I'm just like, I, you guys, I, I can't overstate how little I know about what I'm doing here. I don't. I'm so sorry. I don't know the answer, and I'm trying to be as polite as I can, and they continue to ask these questions. Finally I get a guy who's willing to come on with me. He's willing to do a video call.
1: Oh, you got a guest for the show. No. Wow.
0: So I got a, wow. I got a, now I got wow. a, now I got a phone in my hand. I don't even want to say the guy's name. He was a nice older gentleman, late 60s, took his pants off halfway through which was awkward, but I have him on the call with me and he's I'm literally taking my phone and I'm showing him pieces of equipment. I'm down. This is going to sound horrible, but I'm down on my hands and knees. I'm back behind my computer. I'm showing him where audio jacks are plugged into the computer, doing all these things. He's he's walking me through. A- at the same time, you know, he, he says, let me kind of look into a couple of things. I'll get back to you with some ideas. Then the message board lights up. I got people. I'm finally getting some traction there. And ultimately what it came down to, what, what we've been able to surmise, is it is, in fact, all Steve's fault. Oh, okay. That's where we landed with all this is that Steve had a noisy microphone last week that was causing some issues. We're not sure why, but frankly all this was a long winded way of saying Steve ruined last week's show. And I'm sorry for that. I'm not screw it. (laughs) But this week you sound fantastic. So you were saying you got some, so he's got a different mic. You said you also got some uh, sound dampening stuff. You, some foam you've put up.
2: So, yeah, I, I'm going to just, so there, first of all, we got this crazy um th- that my box is sitting on uh a giant foam like beanbag chair and then i did the audio foam all over the uh all over the doors of the um i didn't do it i my wife did it i i can't take <laughs> i can't take credit for that um all over the doors of the uh the little thing. So the sounds it getting looks damped. like your
1: shirt is also made of audio foam as well. It is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, the 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 1-inch kind, not the not the 2. Yeah, no good 2. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Now to my knowledge, your wife does not use this shed that you've built that you've sort of retrofitted with the sound dampening stuff and everything. This this is for your son when he's doing homework or practicing instruments. This is for you doing a podcast or occasionally practicing an instrument why did your wife put up this the sound foam? because she didn't want to hear
2: you she was helping him oh uh, got it do do that because he needed to do some recording for his band class and so she was just out helping put that up okay on the door
0: so we sound a lot better this week we're uh we're back on track best show we've ever done i already know we're seven minutes in i already know this is the best show we've ever recorded i'm gonna state that (laughs) right now yeah so let's talk about what I did to myself this week. So I, any, if if you have kids, or even if you don't have kids, life can be weirdly chaotic at times, and you don't realize how chaotic life has become until something happens that effectively hits the pause button for you and lets you reflect on the moment. So I'm in the kitchen. I got my son, he's at the counter, and he's talking to me. And he's talking to me about this documentary that just won a bunch of awards. It's called uh, My Octopus Teacher. Have you guys seen this oh, yet?
2: Yes. Brilliant. Okay.
0: I don't care. Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's not the point. But he's seen this movie called My Octopus Teacher about this guy who has sex with an octopus, from what I can gather. It's something close to no
2: yeah, Steve shaking his head. He no. doesn't have sex with the octopus. Okay. It's yeah, a hand well, job at least. Well, I
1: disagree but- to disagree. Yeah.
0: yeah. So so he's talking to me about this, which dovetails into a school project he once did a couple years back about his theory around octopuses being alien life forms because they arrived on an asteroid, frozen on an asteroid, they were released. That's why they don't really map to any other species. He's got this whole thing. So he's talking to me about this. I've got my daughter in the other ear talking to me about this game called Roblox. And Mm -hmm. she's talking to me about these creatures that she just purchased. There's these new animals that have come out. They came out for Easter. She's really excited about them. Magical bunnies. I don't know. So that's I got that going in the other ear. I am cutting open a ZipFizz vitamin packet. Now, if you don't know what these e- these are, these are just little tubes that have powder in them. You dump them into water. You mix it up. They've got vitamins in them. They've got a shot of caffeine. A little, little bit of cocaine. They've little got a of shot cocaine. of caffeine. Yeah. They, they, they get you going. So the, the problem with these ZipFizz containers is they're a pain in the ass to get open. They're little tubes, and they've got plastic shrink-wrapped over the top of them. And they're perforated. You're supposed to be able to just tear them. I swear... You will tear a fingernail off if you try and pull this shrink wrap plastic down the perforated line. It never, ever works. So I'm half the time I'm gnawing on it with my teeth, half the time I'm pulling on it with my finger, none of it works. So I have devised the system and the system works great. I go to the drawer, I get out a wine opener. The wine opener has a little blade on the end of it that you open up that's meant to cut the foil off the top of the the cork so that you can, so you've got that little blade there, little serrated blade. So I got one kid talking to me about octopuses. I got the other kid talking to me about Roblox, the video game. I'm trying to get this packet open, because all I want to do is go out into the treadmill and not hear about octopuses or Roblox anymore. Without even thinking, I take that thing, I slice it across the top of the the tube, and I slice it right through my index finger, right through the tip of the index finger. So this is now, effectively, it's nearly impossible to see on the camera, but I got a little cut it starts bleeding immediately my son doesn't do well with blood so he's shrieking and freaking out it i don't want to make it sound like it was a gusher it was just a little bit of blood but it, it was bleeding so so now now i've got this thing so i but i have a call i've got to get on as well so i've got a 15 minute call that i have to log on to then i'm going to go jump on the treadmill i was going to drink my beverage my uh zip fizz while i was on the call so I'd be ready to go so I could get on the treadmill in between meetings. Great. Work from home. Awesome. So I get on this call, and I've got, you know, I'm holding the finger with some, like, uh, tissue paper to stop the bleeding. And one of the people says, what would you do to your finger? And without even thinking, I said, well, I cut it with a wine opener while I was trying to get a zip fizz packet open while my son was talking to me about octopuses. <laughs> now right. that I've said it out loud, <laughs> it's... I realized just how stupid that sounds on a, on a number, on a number of levels. And it was only once I, like I say, once I had somebody sort of stop me and reflect on the moment that I realized how ludicrous life can be at times, but it gets worse. So I do the treadmill, I shower, all that kind of stuff. This thing's kind of bothering me all day. Then it stops. Kind of, I forget about it. Not even thinking. And you guys are probably going to (laughs) know when I say this, when I start to say this, not even thinking, I pick up my guitar to noodle around on my guitar.
2: Ooh, yeah. Madre de Dios. I have
0: I have a deep horizontal cut on the tip oh. of my index
1: finger.
2: Oh man, I this. Just... So, so did you start
1: off with these one of these big sort of like uh, slides? You know, just <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: I started with a bar chord, which only furthered. The issue, because a bar chord, I'm not going to... I'm on a fat string with my index finger. I'm not going to feel anything. I'm not going to really notice. But then I went to the low E string. And the Mm, moment that I did...
2: Monkey business. I
0: I slid it right through the cut. It was like something out of one of the Saw movies. It was literally like... I felt like I
2: opened it there's no
1: doubt so what size what size strings do you are you using there are nines tens Tens. they're tens they're tens so let's yeah that's that sliced you right open
0: let's just I mean it it, like I say it was like something out of (laughs) out of a saw movie the shriek that emitted from my mouth when that happened I think was far less about the pain and far more about the idea that I had just ran a string through this this slice on my finger. I know there's probably people listening who are queasy right now, and I apologize. I won't hang on to this too long, but
2: was that today?
0: No, no. This was earlier in the week. This was like Monday, Monday or Tuesday.
2: because okay, I noticed there's still not a bandage on. Like that's the first thing I do is clean it and bandage whatever.
0: Well, I can't. I can't put a bandage on and then play guitar, right?
2: I mean, that's the that's the funny part the, of the it joke. It is the point. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah
0: so uh this last weekend the fun thing that we did when i wasn't recreating scenes from the saw films the saw franchise uh we we did get a hotel in downtown seattle and i wanted to ask you guys real quick we were Mm -hmm. in we were in a very nice part i i would dare say gentrified part of seattle very near the space needle lots of new high rises everything seemed very clean everything seemed kind of brand new And what's that?
1: South Lake Union. South Lake Union. South Lake Union. Okay.
0: Uh, And what I said to my wife was if we were able to live like this, I could see myself living in the city, in like a, a proper, proper city. I'm not talking like in town or anything like that. I mean in the middle of the sky rises, in the middle of all the stuff. But it's also a very skewed perspective. So, what I wanted to ask both of you is. Would either of you, or have either of you, ever considered living in a proper city?
1: So, like in, in an urban setting, then, right? Very much, very much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I could. And I, I grew up in a country area. I like space, but there are there are tremendous amount of advantages, of living in an urban area. And, uh, uh I don't know that Seattle would be the one I'd pick, but um, definitely. There are other there are other cities that I would definitely consider. Yeah, and I don't. Um,
0: I listen. I'm not looking to get into a big debate on the state of Seattle whether or not it's in the toilet or not. Because spoiler alert, it's in the toilet. Uh, it's firmly yeah. in the toilet. But
1: it, mm. like I yeah, said, but I was, I mean, when you're talking about density, like you're talking about small apartments, and so I, in, in, I've read enough Curious George books and seen well, that sure they've had the george and the man in the yellow hat lived in an apartment in the in the city and i i never i like to think of that city as as new york city but i, I can't be positive it's one of the boroughs for sure but they also spend some time out like in uh, new england probably new new hampshire or vermont as well and so i can see myself really kind of living in both of those uh, sort of surroundings as I, as I picture myself living with a a, a chimpanzee. I'm
0: just laughing because a couple weeks ago you referenced Daniel Tiger. And now you're on Curious George. Next week it'll be bubble guppies. You're just all over Thomas the Tank Engine. Like all your references now because of your children are...
2: <laughs> what is a bubble guppy? Oh,
0: Forget my gosh. <clears throat> it's the worst show I ever created. Steve, would mm-hmm. you live in a city?
2: Nope. No? Yeah, I, I might. I mean... I... I I have I've definitely considered it, but I like I like to have dogs, and I have big dogs. Yeah, like I always consider yeah. what that's going to be like. Like I know that my family would be okay. Like we, but the dogs we, that that is a commitment. You got to take oh, them wait. out. Oh wait, I didn't know uh,
1: we take we take our families with us.
2: Right. That's that, that's the other that's the other thing. Yeah, I can definitely see myself living in, uh, in a city uh in a you know in a somehow my family is not with me anymore situation Steve uh, in, to, to in, your, your, in a happy situation
0: To yes. your point though w- uh, the hotel room that we were in overlooked one of the neighboring apartment uh, buildings. And it was a big building it was it was a tall building and on the roof of that building was a nice patio area fire pit, all that kind of stuff for the the tenants to come out and enjoy but they also had a gigantic gravel patch. I mean, you could tell from our window, it was just a big gravel patch on the, and it was half the building, it was massive. And what it was for is people would come out and let their dogs either piss or poop on the gravel and then they would clean it up. But we said the same thing, like, you just watch this and you're like, oh, that's nice and convenient that they have that, that they can let their dogs use. At the same time, anytime your dog has to go to the bathroom, you're putting that dog on an elevator you got like it's a whole thing at that point you can't yeah. just like yeah. let them out in the backyard or anything like you're now how these- many times at
2: night is my dog like saying hey i, I like to go outside right at, like 2 30 in the morning i'm in my underpants in my backyard you correct know, get over here no it- <laughs> shut up get over here in the
0: <laughs> in the seattle rain you are now yep. committed to getting fully dressed in some way cuz you're you're surrounded by a bunch of high rises people just and like you're me. You're in the
2: city so you better look nice. Right. People like, I mean, <laughs> You got <you, laughs> to right. wear nice pants. I mean, you can't wear you can't get away with
0: people just like me are watching people just like you let your dog out on the roof of your building. So you can't do what Steve said, which is just walk out. I mean, you could walk out in your underpants, but most people aren't going to do that. So now not only do you have to get dressed and you've got to Put a leash on your dog you've got to take your dog to an elevator wait for the elevator take the elevator up to the top floor get the roof access out let the dog do its thing and then you got to reverse the process all the way back down and get undressed again at as you mentioned steve two o'clock in the morning
2: yeah and sometimes you got to do it you reverse that process with a big bag of shit. like you gotta you gotta figure out you gotta reach down with a glove yeah. hand or, or in a bag and you got well, to pick That's easy. Up. If you're on top of the building, you just huck it off the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So that's not, yeah. that's not, to be clear, that's not where our heads were at. We were just more enamored with the lights, the twinkly lights, the beauty of the city. We were excited. Like it was, a, it was a nice evening. We're like, we could, we could see ourselves doing this. So then the next day we were just like, let's just, uh, you know, we're out for a walk. We see a real estate place. They've got all the, the leaflets stuck up in the window. And we're like, let's just see how much the apartments in this area are. The cheapest one we could find was 1.2 million everything yeah. else was in the two to three million dollar range for one of these apartments and when you think of the number of people that are stacked on top of each other in those buildings all paying two to three million dollars it's yeah. insane I don't I don't know where I don't know where the cash comes from I don't understand Russia it, it comes Ru- from it's all Russian yeah. that's, that's what yeah, I figured much. That's Steve, what I ol-
2: oligarch yeah. cash
0: Steve when you weren't letting your dogs out last week what would you do
2: yeah you know know, just just a little bit a little bit of this and that um so uh, always bringing uh, the energy
0: always always just maxing out the energy unbelievable
2: Uh (laughs) um so the the guy has come to put the the driveway in he's 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 we i i unloaded the sand i got the sand all laid out for him he he had the blocks out he's he's got them all sitting there in front of my fence gate and he laid out a lot of the blocks. And then he, the next day he came and he started to cut the ones that are, you know, on the side that have to be, um, have to be sawed. But about a quarter of the way through the day, um, his, the respirator that he was using um, the filters went out and he was breathing in the stuff and he couldn't find other filters. So I had some filters sent to the house, but I, I sent him home. I'm like, I don't want you doing this. You know, while when you can't, when you can't really breathe. So I had filters sent to the house that night, you know, the beauty of Amazon, they show up. Sure. um, Yeah. yeah. Right there. Yep. Ready for him for the next day. And um, the next day comes and a piece of his equipment doesn't work. So I don't see him that day. Right. I get, get a text. Yeah, the equipment doesn't work. Okay. Okay. That's, I, okay. I understand. That's a thing. Um, the next day, um, uh, he got the thing working, but as he's loading the thing onto his truck, he sprains his ankle. And he sends me a picture of his ankle. <laughs> and it is sprained. It's definitely my driveway is never be right. done. <clears throat> yeah uh, that's sprained
1: ankle done. he he took that picture like at the at the summer uh two years ago yes yeah. and then he just he just banked yeah. it yeah like, he just holds this. on to it
0: he's he's got it in his injuries folder so that he can <clears throat>
2: Quickly yeah. Text. Next time I'm going to say, "Hey, uh, what I'm going to need is a picture of that ankle with today's paper." Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Steve, no. the, the the weirdest okay. thing we've ever had happen on a similar on a related story is we've never hired anybody to put lights up, Christmas lights, at our house ever, 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 ever. Uh, since this event, before this event, ever, it was a one time thing. We we're like that year, a guy came to our door. He said, hey, I'm putting up Christmas lights in the neighborhood. He pointed to two different houses. He said, I've done these houses. If you'd like to talk to them about the job I did, you're more than welcome to. They know me. He gave us his card, all that kind of stuff. And the rate he provided was pretty reasonable. So we were like, okay. So we talked to the two people. They are like, yeah, he's really quick. He put them up. It was great. So we call the guy back. We're like, yeah, come on out. Put the lights up. We're ready, we're ready to pay for it. So a guy comes out. He's got a full, he's got a huge extension ladder. He's got a truck with multiple ladders on it. He's got a tool belt. He's all ready to go. It's late at night. And when I say late, I mean like seven o'clock at night. He puts the ladder up against the house. He's got, he's got wraps of bulbs over both shoulders. He climbs up to the top of the roof. I get a knock at the front door. He says, something's come up. I've got to take off. I will come back tomorrow and finish the job. I said, okay. He left. The next day I went out. His massive, very nice extension ladder was still leaned against my house. The two strands of light he lights he had carried up were hanging were sitting on the roof of my house. We never saw him again. We Ever. we called the number, left multiple messages, never saw him again. That ladder was now ours. It we we kept that ladder for many years until we we had a contractor friend who was like, we we're like we have no use for this ginormous ladder. He's like, "Well, I'll take it." Like, yeah, you can have it. Get it out of here. He took the ladder, but I had to climb back up and I had to, I'm deathly afraid of heights. I had to climb up that stupid ladder and get both of those light strands off my roof.
1: But and he had we, a great new ladder to do it with. And then though. we packed up
0: the ladder. We never saw him again. So I I have to assume That is bananas. He was he was definitely a little sketchy looking, which is why I think he was saying, like, go talk to your neighbors and they'll let you know that I'm I'm good people. I have to assume there was something that happened either. <laughs> He got arrested like that was his old lady calling to say the cops are here. You need to get out of here because they're looking for it. Like something happened because he was like, I got to go. And he was gone
1: and he never came back.
2: Have you have you looked the guy's name up? (laughs) He may be no more. I long. Yeah. I long since lost
1: that card. uh, I've been reading about these uh, outlaw biker gangs that uh, put (laughs) Christmas lights up. And I think uh, that's part of it.
2: That's got to be. Oh God, he, he's got to be in like witness protection because Th- that's yeah that's a job that you can take in witness protection that will allow you some freedom to not you know I mean it's, it's probably cash based you're yeah. not you know that, you that know. ladder the ladder alone was several
0: hundred dollars so I'm assuming that the cops found out that he was stealing really expensive ladders from people in the neighborhood and started to come after him so he just left the evidence at our house and ran. <clears throat> yeah but anyway anyway i'm sorry so well hopefully you get the the driveway fixed this is riveting every week i'm so glad that you you still have more weeks we get to discuss this each week because this is fantastic
2: it's uh it's it's really it's really become a passion of mine yeah mine too tracy
0: what'd you
1: do last week So, uh, the, the highlight of my week involved going to the doctor. And so this is, this is going to be coming up on my five years of, since my uh, kidney operation, where I go to this same doctor where he does nothing except try to find out how I'm going to die. Hmm. And so, and, and during this five years, he wasn't, um, he wasn't always sure. Um, and so, uh, but there was a couple times he had hunches of how it is that I would die, and so we talked a lot about those. So if you know how this goes, uh, we we come up there, and this is really this we the biggest scare really is behind me, and the uh, this is really a victory lap. So we we go in and uh, they take some blood, and we just talk about some things, and then so this is the last time I have to visit. Uh, this doctor related to the c word. So, yeah. and I don't like to use that word because uh, crab, crab I, I, Yes, I had. Yeah, I it's, had a, it's a very that, derogatory
0: term for women, so you shouldn't use that word.
1: Exactly, I won't. I won't use that word. The c word. I I had been afflicted with something that kills a lot of people, but mm-hmm. I was found it stage one. I had a pretty invasive surgery, but recovered pretty well. And my five years of recovery in this was essentially to be a survivor of the C word is, was literally full of scares, but nothing, no treatment, no nothing. And so I don't like to call myself, I don't even like to use that word because there are people that are truly battling and truly uh afflicted with something that is horrible in their lives and most of the time it was like well i better not eat this extra bag of cheetos yeah because it's not yeah. on my diet
0: now uh, i'm sorry just to interrupt for a moment because the way you worded that was a little weird mm-hmm. are you coming up on your five years or did you actually hit your five years as part of this so, visit the,
1: the, the way, I mean, I had to kind of, I wasn't able to like hit the five years exactly. So I have one more like blood test in June. June would be my five years. Got so it. I'm effectively, okay. he doesn't want to see me after, after this. So he's kind of like done with me. Uh, but he wasn't done until he, until uh, he could check some other things out that he could check in the office. Right. And then I realized like, if I'm going to go to a urologist again, I am not going to one with fingers the size of bratwurst. There's so That's there, just not going to happen anymore. And I didn't pick him because he is a fantastic surgeon. He's a, uh, a robotic surgeon. Now I checked into this. He, he operates on not, robots. No, he, I thought he was a robot. That's the thing. Oh. He's not a robot. He uses robots to operate on you. Oh. And so, yeah, that's the thing I didn't. Is I was knocked out. And so I didn't know that was going on. And I was like saying, I didn't, I was very, I'm glad I'm relieved the surgery went well I said I, tr- I didn't trust you given that you're a robot and then then he explained that, that, that he's not yeah that, that,
0: so- that shit is a trip and it's <clears throat> it's one of the things when we were young if you were really into video games your your one sort of way you could well I guess there were two there were two ways you could parlay that into a career you could either get into video games or you could get into the military because they use lots of flying right. video, all that kind of stuff. You're using a joystick, and and so and there was a time in the late '80s, early '90s where the army literally had commercials saying, "Take that video game experience to the next level," and it was a person sitting in like a control room with a joystick. The next,
2: the next level where yeah, you're where totally you're killing people with raining drones. Fire yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. So, so,
0: but now there's this, there's this third option that you can go into, which is the medical field. Because I think I've said before on the show, I had to have this weird extraction from my hip. They wanted to pull bone marrow out of my hip for this test that I had to do. And in order to do that, they literally have to pilot this little drill down through your effectively your hip or ass cheek kinda. And they get it to the right spot and then they drill into your hip and they extract this little bit of bone marrow. And the guy did it on a screen holding a joystick Talking to me about Halo because he knew I worked at Microsoft. Because before we were just having small talk while we were in the prep room waiting to go into the room with, and we got to talking about, hey, what do you do? I work in video games. So
2: uh, you shouldn't be allowed <laughs> to talk about a different video game. That you're working uh, in not... the
0: in the back of my head, I was just thinking, can you just nope. focus? Can you concentrate oh, on what we're God, doing I here? So, he so anyway, back but back to you. So you threw me off with the robotic uh, surgeon thing, Tracy. Yeah, so I mean,
1: so. I had taken my motorcycle to the appointment, and so my helmet's right there in the room. So while he's, uh, you know, I don't know, up to, up to his elbows, uh, he's like, "Hey, so you rode your bike here?" I see, and, and he's just twisting and squirming and doing all sort of yanking and all kinds of things back there. It just doesn't feel right. I don't, I don't know. I need to watch some YouTube videos to see if he did this right, uh, but I mean, he's a board-certified, award-winning robot so, so steve, um robot Doctor, steve so.
0: steve you got to remind me in june we got to get tracy like some edible arrangements or something like that we got to get yeah. him like a a big box of fruit by the foot or something something to to commemorate the full five years so please yeah. help me remember yeah.
2: That, that yeah. Would be... no melon um so Not... I, that, another thing came up this last week we were we i sent you both I'm so sorry, but you said motorcycle. I sent you both the the electric motorcycle. Yes. And then we start, we started talking about um about battery information, and then Dave said that I I my texts are too long, so I stopped texting. <laughs> so I, I wanted I wanted to check in with that. So for those of you that are listening, um, mom, um, it, I sent an article about electric um motorcycles as opposed to I mean electric vehicles. And Tracy asked about um, the the, essentially the carbon footprint and the poison that a uh, that the batteries of these vehicles um, can leave behind, which is a very real and very. And um, just a generation
1: of a full generation of a full spectrum of electronic or electric vehicles of all kinds. Like we are creating batteries for everything.
2: Right. And, And the. What are, what's the impact there? Because for a long time, batteries have been pretty terrible. Um, You know, they, they're not great for the environment. They, they're hard to dispose of. They, you know, they're, they're not great. So he has some very, um, very, very, specific questions i sent a couple of articles around what's being done around that and i need i i, I don't feel like i got closure i wanted to hear if you yeah, well, had read the, enough in i there. actually
1: went back so the the bike that he picked out is pink and purple and has like daisies on it it's and amazing like oh. super weird it's bike to want and i was trying to like change the subject because you seemed really excited <laughs> about it and i was like dude I just don't uh, think. I mean, I know it's electric and
2: everything, but I, I just think. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, you know, it. I mean, I, I like the. I like the purple. I I referred and to it as nice. I referred
0: to it as the liberal midlife crisis because you're getting a motorcycle, yeah. but you're also trying to be environmentally friendly and. <laughs> <laughs> it is like the only way the only way it could be more of a liberal midlife crisis is if the map that they have showing how far you can ride on it was from like Berkeley to San Jose, somewhere in the in the Bay Area. But it's down in California, down in Southern California. So it's literally they show you being able to ride from Manhattan Beach to Irvine, uh, something like that. It's yeah. some it's two like trendy hipster areas of of like Richie Rich areas. it could not be
1: it should have said white center to yeah (laughs) yeah arlington white
2: center to fife yeah yes yeah yeah Yeah. so so it's so these bikes um they are so what's interesting about these electric motorcycles is they yeah
0: nope i I gotta just tell you spoiler alert nothing Nothing is
2: unless there are
1: sparks and explosions going on between my legs. It's really wow. hard to get me excited.
2: So what makes what makes me excited about it is that I would be I would be absolute trash on a regular motorcycle. Like I have tried to figure out the gear shiftings and like the, the well you you gotta you want to be in first gear that's three up and two down. Jesus, any any moron can tell you that. And I, there's no way I'm going to grasp that. I'm never going to be able to, you know, figure that out. So, um, so I'm, so I won't. Um, th- I, that I is, that is how I will die. I will crash on a motorcycle <clears throat> doing that. But, um, but these new electric bikes give you the, um, give you the power, all that stuff. Just, you just, you run it like, like you're uh, a four-year-old.
1: Just- Twist twist and go. Yep.
2: It's just yes. like like your like your regular old uh you know snow machine or snowmobiles. We used to call them snowmobiles, by the way. I know everybody calls them sleds and shit. I don't understand that. Why did they change the names? But um
1: Do you, do you mean the <laughs> Snoopy Smoke on machine? Is that what you're talking about?
2: Yeah, that's what I that's what I mean. Um you know what I mean. The snowmobiles. Um yeah, whatever. I don't know. Um so these bikes they're five grand that's it they're five thousand dollars a piece and they're electric they'll go 80 miles they'll go 80 miles an hour um i i probably if i die it'll be for some other reason on it it won't be because i was trying to figure out how to shift um i don't have to work a clutch none of that crap um so it seems like i will be able to use it and it would be quiet and you know they're small easy to store they're light um I showed this to my wife. I said, "Hey, check this out. These are only $5,000." She's like, "Why do why don't we get 3 of these?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, wow. She wants to get one for her, for me, for my son, and um and I'm like, "Well, I, well, I don't know about that. I mean, I, that's, that seems like a, you know, quite a big commitment, but, uh, yeah, you can, I I can like really I cool. say,
0: you can drive them to get your kombucha tea. You can bring that back. <laughs> uh, you yeah. can the, uh, so Tracy, how long have you ridden a motorcycle?
1: Uh, since, uh, Reagan was president.
0: Okay. So, so a couple of years, Steve, yeah. at this point in your life, if you buy one of these, this is the equivalent of buying, at your age, a convertible Mazda Miata. This is something you can only ride a couple months out of the year in the region. You're going to say, no, I can ride it many more months than that. Actually, the, there are actually 300 days out of the year you can ride. Like, I know all that shit. You're going to say,
2: no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I will not even pretend that You're going to
0: trot this time. thing out on the really nice days so that you can show everybody you've got an electric bike, just like the people who show that they've got a convertible cuz hey i live in seattle and i get to put the top down and here it is otherwise it's going to sit in your garage this thing is not going to be you you were not born to ride <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're right i wasn't um i certainly wasn't but i could but i could i i could make if 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 my wife and i change it she definitely could ride she can pull off a motorcycle she could totally do that um i I totally admit that I am not motorcycle folk. Um, as much as I would like to be, I just can't. As, I, illus- I,
0: as illustrated by the use of the term motorcycle folk.
2: <laughs> I just uh, yes. you, meet, you meet the nicest people on Hondas. <laughs> I, I've, I've never been on a Honda. Um, that's not true. I, 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 we had a Honda Trail 90. If you, if you get one,
0: it is involved in the next Dave and Steve Show Festival. You're, yes. you're jumping something on that thing, so be ready.
2: I will defi- I would definitely jump something on this cast aluminum, 200-pound, uh, uh, $5,000 uh, motorcycle.
0: We'll, we'll have the crew take a look at it, just like the last yeah. one. If you haven't heard Steve's yeah. motorcycle stunt, go listen to show number 50. It's, it's a thing of beauty. We're going to take a quick break, hear from one of our brand new sponsors on the Dave and Steve show. We'll be
2: back right after this. Howdy folks! This here's Tiny Tex Thompson, owner of Tiny Tex Thompson's Texas Tiny Houses. By now you've probably heard of this tiny house craze that everyone's been talking about, and you've also no doubt heard that everything is bigger here in Texas. That's why Tiny Tex Thompson's Texas Tiny Houses only carry the biggest tiny houses you'll find on the market today. They're (laughs) Texas-sized! Now you might be saying to yourself, well, heck Tex, I don't want to poop in no compost bucket hanging from the side of a refrigerator. This tiny house life just ain't for me. Well, partner, that's where our Texas-sized tiny houses come in. Don't want to poop in a bucket? Great. Our tiny houses have two to three spacious bathrooms, each with their own functioning toilets, bathtubs, and showers. But Tex, I don't want to sleep in no loft above my kitchen. Me either, buddy. Which is why Texas tiny houses feature master suites, that measure close to 300 square feet, and bedrooms for each of your little buckaroos measuring out to just over 150 square feet. You want a two-car garage in your tiny house? Done. You want a large dining room that can host Texas-sized parties at your new tiny house? We got those too. My guarantee to you is that you won't find a bigger tiny house on the market, or my name ain't Tiny Tex Thompson.
1: Excuse me, Mr. Thompson?
2: Why, yes sir, how can I help you? Well, these aren't
1: tiny houses at all. They're just, well, houses.
2: So come on down to Tiny Tex Thompson's Texas Tiny Houses off of Woodbury Drive, north of Highway 99, where the only thing bigger than our tiny houses is the smile you'll leave with on your face. Hey, darling, I'm gonna need some help getting this body out of here.
1: Little House on the Prairie, a popular American Western historical drama, aired on the NBC television network for nine seasons from 1974 to 1983. The original two-hour pilot movie was based on the third book of the famous Little House on the Prairie series by Laura Ingalls Wilder. Among those who starred in the show were twin sisters who both played the role of Carrie Ingalls, the younger sister of Laura Ingalls, who of course was played by Melissa Gilbert. Having twins play the role of Carrie was beneficial to the production crew as they were able to complete longer days of filming while the twins split shifts and one of the twins was always able to take a nap. The now iconic intro that featured the young girl falling as she ran down a hill into the grass was revealed to have been caused by the mother hurrying to get the child's shoes on, only to have them accidentally put on the wrong feet. The child already had difficulty walking, as many young children do, and was hampered further by the rough terrain and the improperly placed footwear. Now I've often felt great sadness in my heart for what child actors go through, and in this case it's no exception. Only a complete monster would find amusement in this now famous instance of misfortune. This has been Tracy's, you know, maybe it's not me that needs sensitivity training. Minute.
2: So you're saying it's the director?
1: I, I I don't know. I can't say exactly who, but I'm just saying uh, that. I'm just Steve, saying. Steve
0: that... Steve always finds a way to. <clears throat> he's like the he's like the Venom alien in Spider Man where the more you sort of pull at it and try and get it off, the more it attaches itself to you. Steve finds ways to attach himself to me in life, and I'll explain. Uh, <laughs> last week, very, we had that segment where we talked about Steve shooting the little girl at the beginning of Little House on the Prairie. After the show is done that night, I go on YouTube just to watch the intro because I wanted to relive <laughs> the moment where Steve – and I even did the little the little gun thing as well just to try and time it right. <clears throat> Might have played it back a few times until I got the timing right. eventually you got to get it right. Eventually, I was able to consistently kill the little girl like I wanted to. So I, I do that, and it, great. I go to bed. Now YouTube is doing nothing but suggesting Little House on the Prairie documentaries and snippets and behind the scenes and making them. And I'm all in. I'm watching yeah. these things now. I'm wa- Because they all, just like anything <laughs> on YouTube, they have very uh, salacious titles like... Find out why Michael Landon blew up the entire set for the last episode. You won't believe the actual story. Well, shit, I need to know the actual story of why this guy blew up a set of a TV show. So now I'm watching all... Now all I'm getting is... Hey, did you ever know the story behind the facts of life? And now I'm getting all these other. And now my YouTube feed is completely crushed and destroyed because. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Once you see a a picture of Merlin Olsen in his underwear, (laughs) the uh, the, the ads just go crazy.
0: All because Steve killed a little girl. That's why I'm getting. That's why my YouTube feed is now wrecked. So I appreciate it, Steve.
2: Yeah. Tracy with the Merlin Olsen reference. uh, Excellent. Way to go. On that. that that's that's really. Great. Why do
0: I why do I vividly remember him wearing like long johns with a very distinct like moose knuckle? That, you that could... was the other
2: dude. That oh. was the that was Jack, somebody, or whatever a wagon. He was, he was a little rough around the edges, but he ended up uh, starring in the Highway to Heaven show with Michael Landon later. Yeah, that guy.
0: Okay, all right, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. The other guy went on to sell flowers. Okay, yeah. uh, so <laughs> the, before before we get into before we get into headlines. I want to, uh, We every every few weeks, we dip into the hometown blotter. Uh, For those of you who have never heard this before, I'll set it up just by saying these are actual 911 calls. So somebody picked up the phone and dialed 911 to the 911 dispatch center in the town Steve and I grew up in and placed these calls. This is what they chose to call 911 for. And here we go. Crime doesn't take a break. Even on the streets of any town, USA. It's time once again for another gripping edition of Dave and Steve's Hometown Blotter. A raccoon reportedly was walking in circles and acting oddly in an alley off of South Chestnut Street. <laughs> Drunk. A woman. Drunk reportedly accidentally locked herself in a bathroom at a Starbucks. She disconnected before saying, which Starbucks? (laughs) Six or more subjects reportedly were singing Happy Birthday on East Helena Street. A pig reportedly crossed the street on South Chestnut Street and East Tacoma Avenue. A reporting party called to say she was buzzed by a jet bomber on Interstate 90. A woman reported her cat locked itself in a bathroom on North Walnut Street. (laughs) A banana peel reportedly was thrown out the window of an olive colored Mazda traveling on number six road. Two metal detectors As well as a bucket of gold were stolen on State Route 97 near Cleelum a roommate was acting like he was going to punch a couch on West Railroad Street (laughs) a man was walking down the sidewalk on East Mountain View Avenue yelling he told the reporting party that he hates women That's Tracy. Three college students (laughs) were reportedly struggling to put on new windshield wipers on a vehicle in a parking lot at Central Washington University. And finally tonight, a dog bit a person on their steel-toed cowboy boot while that person was riding their bicycle to a mailbox on Sunshine Way near Cleelum. This has been... Another action-packed episode of Dave and Steve's hometown blotter.
2: There is a lot to unpack there. First of all, I would like to I would like to point out that the 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 person the the the, the cat that got that locked itself in the bathroom was the caller to. Uh, <laughs> Saying that they locked themselves in. That was actually at a Starbucks. She
0: finally gets out of the Starbucks bathroom, gets home, and then has to deal with this.
2: <laughs> I was saying it, the person outside oh, was, was at the Starbucks <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and their cat had locked themselves yeah. in the bathroom. Um, yeah, the, the, well. punch, the couch punching thing was good. Um, I, I liked... Um, i like the fact that somebody felt they needed to call the authorities because there were kids that were having a hard time putting on wiper yeah. blades <laughs> yeah there are
1: some wiper blades that are absolutely like there it's like a little puzzle to try to put together and um
0: no doubt but to steve's point do you see somebody struggling to do that and call 9 one like that's the, that's the ludicrous i gotta get,
2: I need to get them some help <laughs> yes
1: there, there definitely needs to be a gun involved yeah. in this situation yeah. for sure yeah.
0: As I've oh, yeah. said many times, I, there's 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 a mole in our presence, and I don't mean the ones in my yard. I mean, we have we have somebody who's letting our hometown newspaper know that we're reading these on our show because they're making them more and more difficult to get these. There's They're putting up various blockers and things of that nature, but I, I'm on to you. I'm on to you, Ellensburg Daily Record. I'm still getting around this, and I'm still finding a way to get these, so bring it. That's all I'm going to say.
2: We can we can start grabbing from the observer, which is the college newspaper that does their own blotter, which. It, it, it even dumber. I, yeah, like, I feel like I, that
0: would be yeah. all shrooms and pot. There is
2: <laughs> there, there there was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah
0: there was a lot yeah. of that. All right. But, uh, speaking of shrooms and pot, let's go to Tracy and find out what he has in the headlines. And now, straight from the Dave and Steve Show News Desk in beautiful Anytown, USA Plaza, it's Tracy Green with this week's headlines.
1: Our first story, a Texas woman doesn't remember renting a uh, VHS tape 22 years ago, let alone that she didn't return it. And the place she rented it from shut its doors more than a decade ago, but the unreturned tape led to her being charged with a felony. Though the case was dismissed and expunged Wednesday, Karen McBride is looking into legal options. She said, it hurt me tremendously and my family. makes me madder and madder the more I think about it. McBride, 52, is charged with felony embezzlement of rental property in Oklahoma, where she previously lived in March of 2000 more than a year after the tape of wait wait Sabrina. wait wait don't
0: don't don't oh I didn't want you to say it I wanted Steve to guess what it was based on the fact oh. that it's from Oklahoma did you hear Tracy by any chance Steve I did okay
2: yeah and it yeah, was Sabri- it was it was the um, it was the original Sabrina not the new one they did with Harrison Ford
1: yes sabrina the or the teenage witch the teenage witch yes uh was uh, returned
2: uh that's, that's even that's seven. even worse
0: have you guys seen this documentary about the last netflix i forget which I, it's on amazon or it's on the last, uh, the last the last, the last netflix, the last way, netflix. To go. <laughs> way to do that
2: way to do that to him that's sorry that the, last, the last yeah right
0: the last blockbuster have you guys seen this yet
1: no, no
2: not yet
0: so it's fantastic they've got a bunch of comedians that come in and that talk about it they you know they hand like they hand the old blockbuster-style cases that like click and seal. They hand those to people so they can open them and hear the tape rattle around inside and click them shut. And it is one of those things where you sort of forget about what a blockbuster was until they go through all that in the movie, and you can immediately start to smell a blockbuster. You remember yeah. the sights and sounds of the blockbuster. You know everything. You know the layout of whatever your blockbuster was that you went to. You know where everything was, like you in your mind's eye. It is pretty amazing, and it is. I think that's why you know everybody's nostalgic about hanging on to this final blockbusters location is that it is one of those things that when it's gone it's gone and it is a i don't know there's there's a weird thing about, i got a spider dropping right in front of me look at how look at you guys look at how much progress i've made that i'm doing this with a spider it's not even making me scream or anything
2: that's, yeah we should that,
0: definitely
1: that actually is quite notable yeah yeah
2: tell your therapist
1: yeah you and, know the I've, I've noticed even with being able to rent films uh in a number of different ways i spend less money renting movies than i used to 100%. when i used to yeah yeah get, get up and go to the store and rent it and then have to return it by midnight and get in the car right you know you know in my sweats and flip-flops and to part of that was just the,
0: the the layout of the all the new releases on the back wall so you would kind of walk mm-hmm. around and you'd grab the one you were maybe there for but then you would be like, "Holy shit, Pumpkinhead 7, I didn't even know that was out, and you'd grab that too, and like <laughs> yeah, you'd walk that would
1: out. would be your your early feature before yeah. you're completely hammered, you know. And then you, then you, uh, you know, you grab the, the new releases. But you'd and walk out with weird. like four or five movies, or you would
0: just you'd get the movie that you wanted, but you'd go over to the counter where they were stacking up all the ones that had just been returned, and they were lined up, and you'd go through all those, and you'd be like. Oh, that one wasn't on the wall. They were sold out of that one. I'm going to grab that one because that's it's sitting right. Even if it was a movie you didn't want to see, there was just something about that 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 felt so good. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah.
2: so I I worked at a, a I, I, I loved I, I loved going and renting movies, and it's a weird thing to not do it. But I also love the convenience of not having to do it and get sure it back. sure. Um, I mean, that's great. I mean, the Now I worked um uh, I worked at Safeway. Um, and I worked in the photo video department where we would rent videos and people would come and they would do the thing. They'd bring the box. You'd have to log it and put them in the system and whatever yep. we had, yep. you know, all that stuff. Then you'd have to go through and return them all. And which isn't that big of a deal because it was literally, it was a scanner thing. You didn't have to enter it in with a computer or anything like that. Um, it was super easy. Uh, so what I started doing um, because I was bored and I screwed around at that job a lot. Because I had a good, I really enjoyed that job. I had yes. had a really good time. So we had a video return box that was the counter where you would rent, so and you'd and come you, in,
0: and you would take a crap in it. No, oh,
2: that's, but I probably, probably should. Sh- I probably yeah. should have. That would have been yeah. a really good story. So this is what this is what I did on my last day at work. Because you can do anything you want on your last day, um, I I opened up the box down below um, underneath the counter where people would come and then they would slip it in the bottom. They'd slip uh, they'd slip it in the top of the counter. Right there's a little slot. They'd put it down a tiny chute into this padded box and it would land there the padded box was big enough that I could get into the padded box and I could shut the door. So the other person working there, if they weren't there before they'd just come back and they would just work. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I was in the box. So I, I climbed into the box, I shut the door and I just waited. Um, I waited for somebody to return a video and for the other person to be there. Um, so sure enough, um, the other gal, I think her name was Denise was standing, um, at the computer next to me behind me, but outside the box I was sitting in and, um, a woman came up and said, Oh, hi here. I'm just returning this. And, um, and I think I might want to get another and she's standing there. So the, the, the tape comes down and I catch it. Right. And I slowly push it back up and it flops down on the counter and, and- and it's quiet yeah yeah, everything goes (laughs) silent it's quiet for just a second and um the woman said uh i uh i just returned that video uh and it just came back out and then then she said the best thing the best thing it wasn't late like like it's gonna <laughs> spin it it's it. Like it's gonna be like yeah. no yeah no you cannot <laughs> um and then um and then i i spat another one out slowly i just you couldn't see my hand you could just see it come out and then it would flip over and then you couldn't <laughs> see it so another one came out and just flopped over and they're like what uh, uh and by that time denise is like i have no idea what's going on and um And I know Denise is about two seconds away from opening to see what's going on down below. And I open it myself and I climb out and I said, Well, I can't fix it. And (laughs) pull myself out. I said, "Um, Denise, maybe you can check it out, but I I I I can't do a thing with it. And then I just walked away. I just (laughs) just I just walked I just walked off.
0: The history is littered with these stories from Steve at various jobs in various times. (laughs) throughout <laughs> his entire life, this is this is Steve.
1: Yes, absolutely
2: that was that was a lot of fun. That was that was a lot. I, I did I did a lot of fun things at, at that Safeway that were a hoot.
1: Steve um, S- Steve's uh, stories uh, are a great segue into our second story. A hospital employee <laughs> in Italy has been accused of skipping work on full pay for 15 years. local media report. The man is alleged to have stopped turning up for work at the hospital where he works in the southern city of Caranzaro in uh, 2005. He is now being investigated for fraud, extortion, and abuse of office, Italian news agencies now report. He uh, reportedly was paid 538,000 pounds in total over the years that he is thought to not actually have shown up for work a single
2: time. So there's a different management methodology where that person would not be blamed for that um, their their manager right, would be
0: right. That's that's what <laughs> I was thinking as well.
2: Uh, yeah, that's it, who's keeping track of this dude.
0: You know, at the company that I work at, it's a massive company, and we we joke about this all the time. There there are absolutely, I guarantee, this is happening where I work as well because it's such a big company. The management chains are so deep. I always say the shadows crawl long where I work, and what I mean is there's lots of different places that you can hide, and nobody ever will ever know that you're still employed but not doing anything and so i think this is i think this guy got caught but i think this is probably a lot more common around the world especially at large size companies than we realize tracy you and i worked at a video game company together for many years and and i can count at least without even breaking a sweat five people that did nothing in the entire two and a half three years that i worked there they literally did nothing
1: yeah yeah it's quite true and so you didn't know whether to be angry or to be jealous right of them <laughs> of and uh, maybe there trapped. was a little both going on there but uh you're right there was uh there was a lot of that and so uh but it was uh it was a lot more fun to be engaged in that job and be given better things to do because when there were better things to do frankly they had stories that lived on a decade
0: just just this week speaking of where we worked and then we can move on but just this week my wife and i had the conversation where i told her about and i'm not going to name his name but at the place tracy and i used to work there was a gentleman who used to be in a wheelchair and for the first (laughs) probably three months to four months at this company he was in this wheelchair and he would you know it was always can you hold the elevator for me i got to get on like all this and 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 he didn't, uh, I'll say this, he didn't seem like a healthy dude, so I, I was like, yeah, it, it, that seems like the type of person you would see in a wheelchair. Uh, and then one day I went in to use the bathroom, and this guy was standing up in front of his wheelchair, peeing at the urinal. And I was completely shocked by this, and he looked at me and said... If you think this is crazy, wait until the first time a real fire breaks out in this building because I will pick this bitch up, put it on my shoulder, and knock everybody out of the way running down the stairs faster than any of you. And so I, I was just like, well, why, why are you in the... Why are you just... Are you, do you get tired? Do you sometimes just not want to stand and therefore you bring the wheelchair? But I don't... But it was that kind of stuff. We had a lot of those types of characters that just had these weird stories that like backstories, personal stories that none of us ever knew, but they got away with a lot of stuff there.
1: Crazy crazy quirks. Yeah. Um yeah. that is for sure. So it's interesting that the uh about that when you guys mentioned the manager <clears throat> on this uh police uh, also have accused uh him of threatening his manager to stop her from filing a dis- uh-huh. disciplinary report uh-huh. against him. The manager later retired, police added, uh on the ongoing absence was never noticed. By his successor, her successor, or human resources.
2: Wow. So nobody knows. How about that? Eventually it was noticed by payroll? I mean, what
0: I I, I'm laughing because sometimes Tracy has a real zinger at the end of his stories, and then sometimes he just says,
2: How about that? (laughs) So so at the end of So How about that? So at the end of your first week, are you thinking uh, so if they call, I have to look busy, um, or like at the end of your third year in role, do you forget that that's where your money comes from? Right. Like, do you forget that that's like, I mean, do you, I, I there's absolutely, there's no shame, right? There's zero shame in that there. There's no way they feel guilty or anything like that. But at what point, I mean, 15, was it 15 years?
1: Yeah. Fifteen years,
2: at, at like year fourteen, are you like God? You know what? If they find out about this, I'm going to be in trouble. Do or are, I, do are I they to so embarrassed?
1: Are they so embarrassed that uh, I, I think I might show up to work and then demand a retirement party? Say <laughs> I'm going to retire.
2: Yeah,
1: and I, I'd like a I'd I'd like a party because uh, I want to say goodbye to everybody that I worked with over the years.
2: Or you fake your work logbook like you've been working at home and you like, look at all the shit I've been doing. Yeah. Are you kidding? You, you think I'm not working?
0: It would be interesting just to know if, like you said, Steve, is there a, you know, y- y- let's say year one to year two, you're like, oh, I'm kind of getting away with this. This is This is awesome. And then you've got the year three to say year seven where you're like, Oh man i'm gonna get caught any day now it's gonna happen and then do you cross that crescendo at a certain point where you're just like i, I- i'm never getting caught for this i don't care anymore i'm just gonna get the paycheck and do what i want to do uh when i want to do it with who i want to do it how i want to do it
1: i'm being tracy now but right uh
0: I- it-, it it would be an interesting case study tracy what else you got
1: so german police squad uh called to investigate a suspected uh hand grenade in a bavarian forest determined that the object actually was a rubber sex toy
2: oh again
1: yes <laughs> so a jogger reported finding a bag containing the device monday in a forest outside the city of passau uh near germany's border with austria and the czech republic it's
2: it's i, I i'm i am I am racing in my head to find a name for a sex grenade and what it would possibly do. Like, like something like an, a, an anal grenade or something, something absolutely horrific.
0: So uh, speaking of sex toys, which made me think of bondage and Germany, here we go. So
1: <laughs> here we go. Can you imagine so, this German podcast and their blotter, their local blotter right so, now?
0: So there is a so there's a documentary on Amazon Prime right now about the uh, big giant festival called the Wacken Festival. It is a <laughs> yearly right. festival. Hundreds of thousands of people show up for this. It's an all metal festival. And my son came into the room. He was like, hey, what are you watching? And I said, oh, it's this it's this festival. You're welcome to watch. It's a documentary about this music festival. He sits down, and they show a lot of clips of musical acts throughout. He sits down just in time for Rammstein, which, if you don't know this band, very theatrical, over-the-top band, sings in German, and they do all sorts of crazy stuff, like the guy makes his codpiece shoot a flamethrower that's at least 20 feet long out over the crowd. He's swirling and swiveling his hips back and forth as this thing's firing their keyboard player for whatever reason is on a treadmill he's constantly running on this treadmill while he plays keyboards that are bouncing all over the place they've got guys that are cutting themselves on the stage and they're bleeding on the stage <laughs> my son is just like what the hell is this and i said oh, it's this it's it, this is germany like this is how they do things in germany and he's like are you serious and i said yeah kind of i mean this is Ger- when i think of germany this is the kind of stuff i think of leather i think of big sweaty men I think of weird sexual uh, s- Sort of calls to different things Of things I've never tried before Never will try Probably would want to try But don't know that I would want to try them Because I don't know how they work There's a lot of things going on here And it can be summarized as Germany, Germany. This is this yeah. is Germany And he was he was amazed by it And it is a thing like I remember the first time I saw a band like Rammstein I was amazed by it as well And now it's sort of like hey, Okay they're in they're cod pieces that shoot flames. It's no big deal. That's just Rammstein. But to him, it was a whole new world, and <laughs> now now he wants one.
2: He wants he wants a cod piece. That no, he wants flames? a German. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> well,
1: that'll be just in time for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My fourth story sucks. So that's all I got for tonight.
0: Wonderful. Uh, that, you really news, you really brought it tonight, Tracy. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. uh, speaking of Tracy, so next week Next week's show might be a little wonky Which Tracy's already let us know Because you, you got a big update coming to the house
1: Yeah, the um, uh, all new flooring is coming uh, in uh, in, uh, oh, yeah. in May So throughout the entire house So it begins with the upstairs And uh, 80% of my furniture and things are upstairs So including me right now
0: My question is this Is this in preparation for selling? Because that would be exciting
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a possibility. It's like that this reconditioning needs to occur whether we sell or not. And so, um, so even if we rent, so we've been looking for houses and doing those kinds of things. So, uh, it's one of those things where we don't know, but it's got to happen anyway. So we're just doing So ladies and
0: gentlemen, if you're listening to this right now, and you've never turned anybody else onto this show, Next week is the time, because we're going to get a driveway update from Steve and a flooring update from Tracy. And those two together make podcast magic.
2: We restarted this thing because it's the pandemic. I don't know what you're asking for here, Johnson. I mean... (laughs) What are you? What are you hoping? What are you hoping we're going to be doing? Like, I'm I'm not going to learn how to fly this week. Or you can
0: skydive six feet feet apart from somebody. That's fine. You can you can stay socially distanced and skydive. Get your ass out there. Don't talk about motorcycles. You want you want to spend five grand? Go take skydiving lessons and come back to the show. So we got something to talk about.
2: No, I am I'm, I'm going to get that electric bike. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, That's
1: fantastic. Yeah. And, and yeah. then the, then when your zipline comes in. And my new carpet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This uh, show is going to take a new, this a new is, level. This
2: is the power triangle right here that we're looking yes. at. I'm excited, I'm excited yeah. for your carpet, Tracy. I, I, you. I you should send it. us some samples. We'd like to take a look at it.
1: Yep, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you go see uh, its uh, texture and uh, and things of that nature.
0: Steve, anything else from you that's not <laughs> going to make me want to gouge my ears out?
2: Uh, yeah, actually, um, a friend of our show, uh, Jackie Cation is, is performing on the 7th and 8th at Laughs in Seattle. So if you're in the area, you're looking for something to do that weekend, um, yeah, go catch so, your show. So what night is that again, Steve? Uh, the 7th and 8th of May, which is Friday and Saturday. Um, and she has two shows each night, one at seven and one at nine on both nights, um, so try and get out and check it out. I've seen parts of her new material; it's uh, really good. Um, I am debating on whether or not I can go because I am I will almost be completely antibodied up with after my vaccine. Um, but uh, would love to see her. So that's Jackie Cation at Laughs yes. in Seattle.
1: She's first class funny, and so there's going to be limited capacity, obviously. So mm-hmm. it's important to probably go and make sure you can secure tickets there see? early.
0: D- this is what you need to do steve go see this comedy show so that you can come back to us and say hey i'm not going to talk about the driveway this week because i got something even more exciting i went and saw our good friend jackie cation do her stand-up routine at laughs in seattle on the 7th and 8th that's yeah, okay. what you should be doing
2: okay i should i should probably do that then yeah
0: go no, uh, yeah You're, you'll yeah, be vaccinated I go? go i should go you should go
2: you
0: okay. should go right now we
1: should go tracy anything right. else from you I don't have another thing, no.
0: Okay. Then for Steve, for Tracy, for me, Dave, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Dave and Steve Show.